So we've come at last to Forgiveness Sunday and to the beginning of Great Lent. And I want to speak today about forgiveness, about the physicality of the sacraments, and about what we have had and still have to some extent. It's hard for this to be Forgiveness Sunday, where we do not have the opportunity to meet face-to-face, in person, and physically prostrate oneself before one's brothers and sisters and ask for their forgiveness. This is how, of course, we, this is, of course, how we, we traditionally begin Great Lent. It is like all Orthodox sacraments, a very physical and transformative experience to be there with all one's brothers and sisters, with all of you, and physically go down on one's knees before one's brother, one's sister, and say, forgive me. And then to respond, God forgives and I forgive and embrace them. It is, as, as we sometimes said, orthodox calisthenics. <laughs> we, we, when we finish, we're tired, but also incredibly joyful. And that has been taken away from us by the tragedy of the pandemic. I want to keep this tragedy front and center before us. That's partly why, one of the reasons why we're doing Tipica today and not uh, a Hewlett family liturgy. It's important for us as we employ technology to hold on to something, which as has been aptly said, is better than nothing. It's important for us not to lose sight of what we have lost, what is missing of the tragedy that is here. As I said, the sacraments are by their nature, physical acts, baptism. We get immersed in water and come up out of the water. And through that, the sacrament of baptism is transformative. It takes us from the, the region of the world, from the region of darkness into the body of Christ incorporates us into that body and we receive the forgiveness of sin. The Eucharist as a sacrament is physical. We are eating and drinking bread and wine that become the body and blood of our Lord and God and Savior Jesus Christ. It is for us the fountain of immortality, the remission of sins. Uh, it, is, it is transformative. And we, the, the context within which we normally take the Eucharist uh, is also significant and important. We are there with our brothers and our sisters in person when we can be. It's significant as well that the church 
makes accommodation for those who need to be absent for honorable reasons. We we go and we take them the those 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 sacraments, and that the the church is extended through that into their lives, even when they are unable to be absent. Oh, sorry, unable to be present, uh, forced to be absent. Um, but there's something missing. Those of you who know me know that I love technology. Uh, I was video conferencing back in 2001 in seminary with my parents. Uh, um, so I, I know what the, the value and, and the goodness of, uh, or potential goodness of, of technology. Um, the, uh, I'm also a great, uh, those of you who know me also know that I'm a great fan of science fiction, uh, particularly the, the, the classic science fiction uh, uh, that was written in the modernist period when science really was in its transcendency and DuPont's uh, slogan was better living through chemistry. Uh, um, and and uh, right now I am coming to you uh, over the internet. Uh, through, through satellites that Elon Musk has just uh, uh, sent up with his reusable rockets. Technology is, in many respects, a very great blessing. But it's important for us, even as we employ it, to obtain something, which is better than nothing, to keep in mind what is missing, what it cannot do. As I come to you over this video feed, you are perfectly able to simply press a button and turn it off. If I say something that offends you, if I say something that uh, you feel is, is, is incorrect, if, if, if you're angry with me uh, for whatever reason, uh, you have that very simple freedom to disconnect. When we're face to face, we don't have that freedom. It's not that easy. We don't have teleporters. So uh, the, the, when we're face to face in one another's physical space, in one another's presence, it is dangerous. We are forced by that physical proximity to engage with one another in a uh, um, in a deeper way as well, in a fuller way than, than when we are uh, exchanging electronic communication. Um, uh, another important thing that's missing is the whole person. As we come into one another's presence, we, we see the whole person, uh, the physical being of that person, uh, their, their spiritual and emotional expression as they stand or kneel uh, before us. Uh, and that too is significant uh, because it's so easy when we're angry or frustrated or, or whatever else, we're in a state of unforgiveness, uh, to focus only on that aspect of the person, only on the idea, only on the, the offense, uh, only on the part of the person that is, is offensive to us uh, or has hurt us or has uh, damaged us in, in often very real ways. Uh, and that needs to be overcome. 
and what better way is it is it is is there to overcome it than to actually come into that person's presence and to say forgive me and to say i forgive it's important also as we think about the holy sacrament as we think about the sacrament of forgiveness um, to also keep in mind what even when in, we are there in ideal circumstances, we don't have. The sacraments are in fact symbolic. Uh, as Orthodox Christians, we understand symbolism in, in a way that is um, a, a whole lot fuller than, uh, than perhaps those of us who are Protestant, uh, we, than, than the way we understood it as, as Protestant Christians or, or, or even just in the world. Um, uh, a symbol makes present some aspect of the reality that it symbolizes, but it is not the fullness. It is not the completion of what it symbolizes. And that's an important distinction to keep in mind as well. Even as we come into one another's presence, even as we prostrate physically before one another saying, forgive me and I forgive and God forgives, Even that sacramental transformative experience is incomplete on this and, and always will be on this side of eternity. The, um, the, we forgive as best we can in those circumstances. The something that we're able to give in those circumstances is definitely better than nothing. It is something that, that does transform and heal, uh, but it is itself incomplete. There's always that niggling resentment, that bit of the offense that we have not let go, that, that tiny rem remnant of anger that is there. Uh, even as we come together to celebrate the, the, the Holy Eucharist, we come up and are physically present with one another in the same building, in the same space, uh, and we eat and drink of our Lord's body and blood from the same chalice. We are united, but we're not united, not fully. There's still that, oh man, I'm so angry with brother so-and-so with sister so-and-so that who is just a so-and-so who 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 um has hurt me or offended me or and and we may be struggling to forgive but we're still struggling that forgiveness is not yet complete it's better than nothing and it is in fact transformative as we engage in that struggle but it's not yet complete So it's important, as I say, to, as, as, we, as we use whatever means we have at our disposal uh, to come together and celebrate virtually the Eucharist or, uh, or to ask one another's forgiveness, uh, to recognize both what is there and what is yet to come. What we have, what is missing, and what, what will be. Because 
the ultimate end of what we are called to, of what God is moving us towards, is the full reality of forgiveness, the full reality of union in Christ, of being one as Christ and his Father are one. That is what awaits us. That is the ultimate end when we celebrate not simply Pascha, but the resurrection itself in the kingdom of God. May God strengthen us and keep us as we fumble towards that, using every means at our disposal to forgive, to love, and to be one in Christ, to his glory, the glory of the Father and of the Son, the Holy Spirit.